I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. All right, welcome back. I'm Ethan Millett filling in for Boyd Matheson today on Inside Sources. And the big news all week this week is, of course, the football game coming up on Saturday. If you want to have a great season, you can still have a good season. You can still have a very good season. But if you want to have a great season in this state, if you're BYU or Utah, you need to win that game. I got Scott Mitchell with me. Scott is the co-host of uh, Unrivaled on KSL News Radio. Scott, how are you? Uh, could not be better, Ethan, because I'm talking to you. Oh, that's so kind. That's so kind. And we're talking football, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Hey, hey come on. Hey, I want to get some analysis on this, okay? Because I'm curious to know this. Okay. I haven't heard anyone really break this down. But um, when Utah went to the Pac-12, it was kind of a step out ahead, right? And they really advanced past it was. BYU. Um, BYU went independent, has done their thing. Now they're going to go to the Big 12, maybe, right? looks like. Are they stepping out past uh, Utah? Which is which is going to be the better deal? Is Utah <laughs> going to secretly wish that they were in the Big 12 or vice versa? Well, uh, it's a massive step forward for BYU for sure from where they are, and especially with the change in the college football playoffs. And, and, and you, you recognize five power conferences, and there, it looks like a conference champion from each one of those is going to get in. Uh, and, and then there'll be some at-large teams because they're expanding it from four teams to 12. So you want to be in one of those Power Five conferences. BYU was not, a, as an independent, really in the conversation. And so when you get in a conference like that, you're now part of the conversation. It changes recruiting, changes recruiting because you get uh, just you, you just have more revenue generated from being in a conference. And that, that was one of the big separations between Utah and BYU when when they switched, you know, out of the Mountain West, and and Utah was able to massively upgrade their facilities. Uh, they had a big, much bigger recruiting budget, so they could they could reach further around the country. Uh, being in a Power Five conference attracts a lot of talent, better talent, and and Utah has been able. I mean, it's just proven out. I mean, Utah's won the last nine games, so yeah, sure. this really this really helps if BYU can get in the power five conference. Does it make it equitable at that point? It's, it, it, it certainly puts them on the same playing field. The challenge with BYU then is, can you, can you recruit uh, those athletes to BYU and some of the unique challenges that they, they have there? Uh, I think you can. And I, I think, I think BYU can still maintain its, 
it's uh, you know it's conservative values and 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 the honor code and all the things they do there. But I, I think they can attract a, a high quality of of athlete because they're doing a pretty good job of it now. They're not they're not on par with with Utah as far as athletic talent, but um, certainly being in a conference like that and and the conference that they're going into the Big Twelve doesn't have Texas and Oklahoma anymore. So what it does is it's like you've got a real shot at winning your conference championship, and when you do that, you get in the playoffs, you get more prestige, you get more recognition, you win. Com- you know, it just, it just and all of that feeds on itself. Even you just yeah. you get where, you know, then then more money comes in, more players, more, and 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 it works. But being independent has never been an easy road for BYU, and I just hope and pray that it changes because it, it will also make the rivalry between Utah and BYU much, much more meaningful than it is today. Well, because it'll, it'll, cause BYU is going to start winning games. I mean, it's it, now it's only a matter of time, right? Before they're, before they regularly they're, winning this game. Yes. Right. They're certainly going to, there's, well, I, I, let's not go regularly, Ethan. Let's just say, <laughs> you know, one in every five, come on. <laughs> no, You'd but it, it's certainly, it's certainly, it will absolutely help BYU be more competitive, better athletes, better product on the field, more revenue. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm excited. And I've, I've said this for years. When you have multiple teams in one state that are in the conversation across the nation, that's, that just gets real exciting. It, yeah. it you know, it, it really does. And I've, I've been places where, you know, I lived in Florida and you had Florida and Florida state, and you had Miami. And when all those programs were good, it was, it was, there was quite a buzz. You felt like you were kind of in the epicenter of college football and, and, and the state of Utah could really be in that, in that discussion. If, if that were to happen, if both of these teams are in, in power five conferences and winning conference championships. And then, and then on top of it, playing each other, that, that rivalry game becomes, it becomes a national story yeah. as opposed to, you know, just local, Cause local they could, lure. Well, because they could, they could meet in the postseason too. I mean, you know, if, yeah, if that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, they could, they could totally do that. I actually hadn't thought of that, but if playoffs expand and then you, and you, and both teams get in, to the playoff that, you know, Oh my goodness, that would just be, be amazing. Uh, unbelievable. And, and on top of it, I mean, it would just be, you know, you would sell that game out wherever, whatever college oh. playoff game that was, it would just oh, be, yeah. it to would be the, electric. Uh, we only have a minute left, but I wanted to get some of these score predictions. I got three that were texted in. One says Utah okay. 37, BYU 10. One says BYU 27, Utah 23. And the other has BYU forty-five or Utah forty-five, BYU fourteen. Do any of those seem realistic to you? And, and have you got a prediction? Uh, I think thirty-one ten is probably the closest. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Actually, thirty-four to seventeen for Utah. Thirty-four to seventeen. So, so BYU is going to uh-huh. put some some points on the board. They're going to score a couple of touchdowns. But that's it. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to write this down, and I'm never going to let you forget it. So, you know, hope it goes real well. Hey, um, you guys are doing a nice little... even decade after, after, after Saturday's game. Nine, ten, hey, ten years in a row, Utah dominance. 
you and Alex are doing uh, a, a fan tour this week. Tell me about it. Where are you guys going to be tomorrow? Yeah, it's real exciting. So we're actually at Nielsen's Frozen Custard in Layton tonight. Uh, we're all over the place. Uh, we'll be in Salt Lake tomorrow. We're at pizza places. We're going to be down in Provo the night before the game. So a lot of, lot of exciting, not only this week, so it's great leading up to the rivalry, but Tour de Fans is here all season long. Every Wednesday night we'll be at a, a great location. You can actually enter, come to whatever location we're at, and you enter to get two pairs of uh, free tickets to the rivalry game. And, and during the season we're actually going to have tickets to other events like, uh, you know, I don't know, courtside at the Utah Jazz game, but a lot, lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, we got nice. some, some amazing things going on this year. All right, one final question. Why didn't Alex want to do this segment with me? Because I invited him, <laughs> too. He's, but only you, know, only you showed up. To you. Yeah, well, he's talked to you for years and years on Nightside. <laughs> and, you know, probably you guys probably don't have much to say anymore. No, that's right. I ran out of things today to say. We had dinner over the weekend. We just stared at each other. It was really <laughs> awkward. So... All right. Hey, yeah, Scott, thanks so much. Yeah, it would be Alex, by the way. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. welcome. <laughs> thanks so much. Make sure you hit uh, Nielsen's Frozen Custard uh, tonight. They'll be all over the place all week uh, with Unrivaled here. Always a great time on KSL News Radio. Hey, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks especially to Kelly Pierce, the great producer for this show. Boyd has an awesome, awesome team, and I love it. I'll see you all later. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.